Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 4th of September. Today, will North Melbourne put their prized number one draft pick on a plane home? Have the Panthers crossed the line in celebrating their premiership? And the Aussie Beeble Goat says goodbye again. But first... A little over 12 months ago, the Phoenix Suns were headed to the NBA Finals. The Western Conference Finals are done. The Phoenix Suns, for the first time in 28 years, are going back to the NBA Finals. But yesterday, they got their ass handed to them by the Adelaide 36ers. Suns closing the gap again, but every time they do, the 36ers have a response. The Adelaide 36ers became the first NBL team ever to defeat an NBA franchise in a preseason game, humbling the Suns on their home court, 134 to 124. And for context, the Phoenix Suns are worth an estimated $1.8 billion, and their wage bill for the upcoming season is around $170 million. The Adelaide 36ers, on the other hand, are set to spend somewhere in the vicinity of $1.7 million for the NBL season. That's the gap between us. And I know what some of you are probably thinking. It's a pre-season exhibition game. The Suns probably didn't even use their good players, but they did. Booker on the drive and delivers a Booker. Boom! Three-time NBA All-Star Devin Booker started the game and played 22 minutes. The 2018 number one draft pick DeAndre Ayton started the game and played 22 minutes. And 12-time All-Star Chris Paul, one of the greatest point guards in the history of the sport, who this season alone will make almost 23 times more money than the entire Adelaide 36ers team, started and played 22 minutes of the game. But none of them could stop the 36 Ranks from way outside. (laughs) Flashes that smile and why not? He's got 20 points on the night, 4 of 6 from downtown. Adelaide's dual import threat, Robert Franks and Craig Randall, dropped 16 three-pointers between them, driving Adelaide to the unlikely win and continuing to drive the reputation of the local league upward in the process. Respect, mad respect. The 36ers will try to make it back-to-back wins when they take on the Oklahoma City Thunder later this week. It's a familiar song in AFL circles. We've seen the homesickness card played all too often across the years as players decide they prefer to enjoy the benefits that come with being a professional footballer without the need to board a plane to visit family. Even this trade period, we've seen GWS midfielder Tim Taranto get his wish to return to his home state of Victoria to link up with Richmond. And D's young star Luke Jackson is attempting to get home to Western Australia. But there's a far more interesting homecoming potentially on the cards. Now Horn Francis! <laughs> Believe the hype! Jason Horn Francis. The game's most recent number one draft pick has asked the Kangaroos to facilitate a trade back home to his native South Australia after just one season at North Melbourne. Horn Francis was the club's first ever number one pick, and as such, the expectations were high for a club desperately in need of some hope. And yet, after a turbulent first season, which saw the club reprimand the youngster for an undisclosed mid-season vacation back to Adelaide, it seems the pull of the City of Churches is just too strong for young Jason, leaving the Kangaroos in quite a pickle. What a shit show. Not only are the Kangaroos having to wait until the AFL completes its investigation into allegations against incoming coach Alastair Clarkson before he's allowed to begin work, but now they have to face the reality that their most talented player doesn't want to be there. Horn Francis remains under contract with the Kangaroos, but the expectation is that a deal will get done that sees Horn Francis land at port. Now it's just a question of how much it'll cost to get that deal done. 
defended their title. It is one of the greatest premiership defences the game has ever seen. They have lost four games all year. And they have completely dominated in one of the great grand final performances. The Penrith Panthers. Back-to-back NRL premiers, three consecutive NRL grand finals. As dominant a single season as the game has seen, and yet today, no one's talking about their success. All the fans, thank you so much. All love. Uh, I just want to say, Barra Suns. Right here, right now, that's facts. This moment at yesterday's fan day at Penrith Stadium where Ford James Fisher-Harris incited the fans in attendance into a We Hate Para chant has prompted criticism far and wide about the tone of the Panthers' celebrations. And then Fisher-Harris turned his attention to his own club. Everyone going before us, much respect, but as I said last night, we're the greatest Penrith team ever. And sure, this might well be the greatest Penrith team ever, but I'm not sure it's a title you can give yourself. Further to that, star 5'8 Jerome Luai risks missing part of or potentially all of the upcoming World Cup for Samoa as the NRL Integrity Unit investigates a social media post Luai made using a derogatory racial term. Naughty, naughty. The celebrations are expected to continue throughout the week as the team gets to celebrate with the community, something they were unable to do after last year's premiership due to COVID restrictions. He's hoping the celebrations that follow don't land anyone else in hot water. And yes, I know we've already talked about basketball on today's episode, but guess what? We need to revisit Hoopland. Again, they get it back in to Lauren Jackson. And that's an and one! Lauren Jackson with an and one! And she is adding to this total. In case you missed it, Lauren Jackson, the Aussie GOAT of basketball, after six years out of the game, made her international comeback at the age of 41 in the Women's FIBA World Cup for the Opals just completed. Nice to have you back. Nice to be back. Jackson more than played her part off the bench during the Opals' run in the tournament to the semi-finals where they were defeated by China. But in the bronze medal matchup against Canada, Jackson wound back the clock for one last hurrah. Let's give her a round of applause! Well, a standing ovation here. Over 9,000 fans. And you see the hug. Lauren Jackson is checking out and oh so serious still. 30 points here today in the bronze medal game. Jackson went off, scoring 30 points and pulling in seven rebounds, being named player of the game in the process. What a fitting way for the Queen of Aussie basketball to say goodbye again. And that is your Fast Fun Hitters Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.